Did it get the fizzies that time? It was so fizzy. Okay. <laughs> Seltzer, it's fizzy for your life. Uh-huh. Welcome back, Abby. Hi, it's great to be here. Hello, loves. There it is. See, hello, loves. I was waiting for the hello, loves. <laughs> uh, What should we start with today? Okay, let me start with this. Because okay. this is, I, I think I need to explain something real quick. It's mm-hmm. very important public service announcement. I guess I wait. I guess I need to explain how podcasts apps work. Yes, you do. Just Please tell me. the public. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just this is a little inside the podcaster studio. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, basically, you uh, you have iTunes, which is now Apple Podcast, right? Hmm. You have Stitcher. You have uh, Google Google Podcast, right? All these are called indexers, right? Yeah. They don't actually hold any files. They just have a list of who has podcasts and points to different locations, servers, everywhere where all the files are located, right? And where things live. Uh, A lot of people just use the same hosting service because uh, it's... It's kind of expensive. Well, it's not that expensive to do it. It's just cheap. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't Let's matter. Let's get two in the weeds. Yeah, yeah, it's two in the weeds. Uh, <laughs> the point I bring it up is is because iTunes or, or Apple Podcast is a giant hassle. And <gasps> if you, the the podcast listener, would like Apple Podcast to dictate when you actually receive the files to get your content and then uh, they'll tell you when you can listen to it, then you shouldn't subscribe, right? But the the apps you have that you download on a phone, like uh, Pocket Cast and the, uh, the Apple Podcast app and stuff uh-huh. like that, they have the indexes uh, with the locations on the app. So your app on your phone works as a little tiny application, right? That's mm-hmm, how it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it by itself in the background knows that you're listening to, you know, 15 different podcasts and it goes out and looks at each one every day or maybe like every hour or something like that. That way, if you're subscribed to something, you get the content when it's when it's available. Mm -hmm. Right. Instead of waiting for the the Apple server to then decide when to go figure out and figure out when the uh, there's a lot of podcasts. There's like 80,000 podcasts out there. Right. So many. So many. None about sports betting and me losing. But. A lot of a lot of podcasts. <laughs> so you got to assume it's going to take a little bit, like twelve to twenty four hours esque, yeah. to go out and refresh a page to then tell you when you would like. Here, here's the thing. The other day, uh, I tried to send a link out. Well, I got uh, flambasted by you. Of, <laughs> <laughs> what w- me? <laughs> when when are you going to send out the link of the podcast? And I was waiting for Apple to because Apple has a link that they generate. After they've gotten off their ass and realized that I have a new uh, episode out, I was waiting for that so I could send the link out. It, do- it doesn't. It's just, it's just, it's not getting there. There's so uh, it's so it, the best thing to do is subscribe. If is to subscribe to the podcast you're listening to. There's no no other than just if you want your content when you want it and not when an, anyone else dictates when you're supposed to have it. You're confused in me, or I need some sort of clarification of your eyes. No, no, please don't clarify. It's okay. Okay, okay. you're just looking at me like I'm just. I'm just appreciating the way you speak. 
You came up with a new word. What? What word? <laughs> well, that's what I'm talking you said, about. You said flambasted. Uh, it's like... Flambasted, yeah. <laughs> it's an amalgam of like flambe and lambast. Lambasted, flambasted. <laughs> yeah. I that's love what it. I do. It's wonderful. So I was getting upset with uh, Apple for not creating, not making it available on the website, which creates the link for me to be able to tweet out a link because a lot of people... When they listen to podcasts, it's usually through Apple, mm-hmm. right? And I don't want to just link to uh, the file on a server somewhere. I'd rather link to it so when you click on the link on the... Because I don't want to hear anybody go, hey, how come you don't make it easy and just make a link to the <laughs> podcast app? And I, I'm trying to. I'm just, <laughs> it's just a pain in the ass. I'm waiting for Apple to update stuff. Uh, and I feel that our content is time driven if i'm going to talk about the weekend you probably want to hear about the weekend before the weekend happens yes i mean yeah this is why you need to subscribe if you subscribe Uh then you get it when it's available usually i try to do uh a friday i try to make it available on friday morning right yes you do you you have it available friday during during work when you're not doing anything (laughs) you have the whole weekend to look forward to things i talked about and then uh i do another one so it's available on monday Mm-hmm. So, right, so you have the whole week of listening of what happened on the weekend and possibly things that have come. And you'll have a couple of days until, you know, I try to do the weekend type podcast. That's my point. Just sub- subscribe. It makes it easier. It makes my life easier because then I don't feel I need to tweet as much. So I need to get a lot of subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, I the, the point when I, I, don't, I don't know how to solve the problem like Maria. Oh no, no one does. <laughs> so that's 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 that was number one on my list. It's right. just being annoyed and explaining to people why they need to subscribe. And it's just basically because you get your content faster. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you for explaining that to us. It's been about the fifth time I've heard this explanation <laughs> so far. Well, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that makes and now me feel we all better. know. No, makes me know. feel better that I just keep saying this. This is not the fifth time. I think I explained right. it one time, like. Five months ago. No, when I was asking you the other day, you explained the links to me the other day. Oh. Yeah, because I was really confused. I didn't know why you were creating those links, and then you explained, and you went through the servers, and you did the whole rigmarole. Rigmarole. Rigmarole? As to be a quote-unquote categorizing this thing under a comedy podcast, because who doesn't like making fun of me? I'm I'm America's martyr. (laughs) Everybody loves making fun of me. I was thinking about that the other day too. How I'm just, you know what? You know how many, how much joy I bring to people who aren't funny for just letting them make fun of me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome, America. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that we label this under podcast. I'm happy for you. Yes, ending me saying that I explained it a hundred times already. <laughs> I'm trying. No, you're not. No. <laughs> There's no effort on this side of the table. <laughs> I just show up. Uh, let's see. Is any you got anything on your side? I that was the first thing I needed to get off my chest. I've just been responding to comments, talking to my community out there. That's all. Oh. I sound like the biggest douche. I'm done. I'm not. I don't have anything. I've to been <laughs> working on my social media presence. I've got another. Yeah, I've got. It keeps. I need to not look at my phone. Okay, it's away. You're getting. You're getting <laughs> responses right now. Well, don't look. Just say yes or no. Yeah. There you go. Okay, thank you. Ooh, popularity myth. <laughs> Unrelatable. Hmm. 
Uh, I was watching uh, the Lakers game the other night, and uh, a commercial kept coming on. And it started, every time I saw the commercial, it annoyed me more. What was the commercial for? It's, I'm glad you asked, because this is another topic I've never talked about before. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kept advertising the Experian Boost. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Like nonstop. I don't know if it's they've decided that the NBA market is the market needs to boost their credit. But if you don't know what the Experian Boost is, it's a service that Experian offers that uh, if you have what's referred to as a thin, a thin, very thin uh, 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 credit history, mm-hmm. this will help you boost your score within minutes. I feel like I'm listening to the commercial now. Well, uh, <laughs> that's funny because I'm going to flambaster it. <laughs> Do it. Yes. <laughs> so basically what it does, and I quote, I'll quote this. I, I read this off some uh, website to get a better explanation of what it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, this wasn't the Experian website, I don't think. I'm not trying to claim this is my content. If you Google these words, uh, I'm more than happy to let them have all the credit what they said, right? So uh, you will... It will allow you to have or will have to allow you'll have to allow it to scan your bank account transactions and identify mobile phone and utility payments. And the information extracted from the tool will be reflected in your Experian credit report and be utilized when calculating various credit scores. So basically, you give it access to your bank account, (laughs) which I use personal capital, right? It's a good way to see. Uh, We're not being sponsored. I'm not being sponsored by it, uh, but I do have a promo code, right? Just hit me up on 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 uh, Camp for Win for Losing Podcast. Oh, good. Uh, on Twitter, uh, CWFL Podcast. Uh, uh, you know what? Just use. Uh, you know, I'm not even gonna. Out. There is a pay part for uh, personal capital. But it's for them managing your money. It's terrible. Just mm-hmm. use it for the free part for just uh, getting a single view of all your finances in one spot. That way you can see where you're at at any point. And that's what I use it for, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I'm not sure about how I feel about allowing credit bureaus access to my bank accounts, right? Yeah, the one company that I kind of have to rely on for verifying that I'm good for the money Right. Is now seeing how irresponsible I am with spending my money. (laughs) (laughs) It's not, it's, there's, there's better ways to build your credit. Uh, I told some, uh, young bucks at work, uh, that I was putting a TV on an 18 month zero interest, uh, big box credit card, Mm -hmm. big box, because I'm not being sponsored. (laughs) Uh, and they mocked the S out of me. They're like, why don't you just go buy it? And I'm like, because I'm utilizing my credit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm doing a responsible thing. I'm not just shelling out. I don't want to say how much my uh, TV was, but I'm not just shelling out $2,700. I, I could have bought two. <laughs> I only had one wall. <laughs> I can I can buy as many TVs as I want. I just don't have the square footage for it. That's the problem. Uh, But... I put my couch on uh, like a 60-month zero uh, interest credit card. I put uh, all my major kitchen appliances on a zero interest card. Uh, I even put, you ready for the being unrelatable? My AirPods Pros 
You said it wrong. <laughs> hey, when you own them, you can call them whatever you want. That's the problem. <laughs> You're just too poor to tell me what to say. Don't tell me I'm poor. I can get them if I want them, but I don't need them. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You can't fit them. That's a problem. What are you even talking about? They don't about? fit in your ears. Oh, yeah, they're too big. Like, they're all bulky. Anyhow. Anyway. Uh, I put those on, too, right? Because why? Why, why do I got to shell out? People were like, oh, you spent $250 on AirPods Pro? And I said, no. I haven't spent any money. <laughs> I will eventually, <laughs> but not today. <laughs> so uh, it's better to build your credit when you're young doing the, and utilizing these type of things. Just you, you get, uh, you got to build it. I I, t- I tell I told them if you're gonna buy a new TV, put it on there. And they're like, I don't want to do that. I just want to buy a TV. That doesn't make any sense. Stop acting like it's a hassle to put something on a credit card and then set up a bank account uh, to just pay or or set up the the thing to just pay it off individually mm-hmm. or or monthly. I'm sorry, not individually. Uh, and then you know what? You'll have a lot more credit when you're older and when you need it because you built it up. Stop acting like you don't need it now because you're going to need it later. <laughs> Why are you lecturing to us about just, finances? It was this just, is a betting podcast. Because, don't, because people are young and they don't understand how credit works. And they're going to see these Experian boost things. And they're going to start giving access to their bank accounts. This is, It's almost like a phishing scam is what I'm talking about. All right. That's what I'm talking about. Build your credit slowly. Grab a little uh, card, uh, a, a big box card. Uh, and then build your credit slowly. It'll It'll... Uh, uh, compound and then when you're older and need it you'll have it available you'll switch from credit to uh, equ- uh home equity right mm-hmm. and then you can start replacing actual bank products that just rip you off like mortgages <laughs> right and start using your equity where it, it still is a bank product but you're not getting it's not you're not getting pmi and you're not getting interest seven hundred dollars a month interest and stuff like that that's mm-hmm. my point just don't stop for this boost thing they're like in five minutes it's instant gratification to see a number bump just because you give them access to your data exactly so you are giving access to data people shouldn't have and it's just a quick fix well not even a fix it's just a little bump in something that like you're saying it takes time it takes years and constant work to not con- it's not even constant work it's well, just daily maintenance just, just it's not it's just it's something once a month it's all you have to do mm-hmm. make your payments on time you're fine don't don't bot- go crazy don't, yeah don't go over yeah correct yeah. and you and you'll be fine so i think boofer's trying to tell everyone out there get yourself a big box credit card get yourself airpods pro and you'll be all set no <laughs> I want to be better than everybody else. <laughs> Buy something else. Buy the first gen AirPods that are like a buck thirty. Put them on a little credit card. It'll be like fifteen bucks a month for six months. You I'm sorry. Fine. Tell me what kind of iPhone you have. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to the next. <laughs> uh, you know what? There is no next. All there is is starting the show. This is can't win for losing. Just your average how to bet on games and hopefully be successful at it podcast. Mainly sports, sometimes life, mostly correct, but always entertaining. 
You can follow us on Twitter at CWFL Podcast. Also subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever popular podcasts are sold. I am your host, Boofer T. Justice. And on today's dais, we have the one, the only actress, YouTuber, a uh, person who thinks that other people can buy what I have own, <laughs> <laughs> Gabrielle Elizabeth Marie. Hi, loves. There it is, the hi, loves. Uh, now that I've already ranted about credit scores and how you should uh, build your credit slowly and be responsible, I think we need to do a big old check in my bank roll. Let's do it. Uh, so last podcast, I was at 242. Does that sound right? It does. You want to tell me that I was wrong like you did last time? No. Okay, perfect. <laughs> 242. And then at this week, let me go ahead and count. And... 228. Yes, it's down a little bit. <laughs> uh, I, I, there was a couple. There was a couple. There was a couple things. <laughs> uh Milwaukee minus 13 against West uh which uh, the Wiz. I was I was going to say Wisconsin. I want to say Washington, but I also wanted to say Wiz. So it also <laughs> was coming out like Wisconsin. Uh the Bucks were up by 10 at halftime. The biggest lead was by 20. Milton at 38. Giannis had 21 before fouling out, but Beal had 53. Napier had 27. And a big second half for, uh, to push it into overtime. It ended up at 137-134. Uh, Troy Brown Jr. had a good look at a buzzer uh, tying three-pointer to go into double overtime. Wow. Uh, it, it didn't go. And I should have just taken over. That was, sir, that was a... Oh. Uh, the, let's see. Uh, the senator. Uh, uh, is that the senator? Are the senators? <laughs> The Capitals? No, it's the Senators. I think it's the Senators. The Senators and uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, Blue Jackets uh, give up goals, but they can also put up goals on bad teams. Uh, the over-under was five and a half with a final score of three to four. Blue Jackets, that, ma'am, is a... Yay! I, I got to put my fingers on these uh, keys here. <laughs> uh, Knicks plus 15 against Houston. Houston hit 100 points in the third quarter. Harden had 38, R.J. Barrett with 21. The Knicks are banged up right now, but they can still hang with teams. Knicks 112, Rockets 123. Winner. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Memphis plus 11 against the Clippers. Clippers led in the first quarter 14 to 40. And I had Memphis plus 11. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, L.A. held a uh, 30-point the entire game, uh, 97-124. <laughs> Kawhi had 25. Ja Morant led the Grizz with just 13. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, the the Grizz, they've been on, they've been on a slide right now, as a reason. Going back to hockey, Toronto and Tampa Bay, over-under of six and a half. Final score? Eight. Close. The final score. Oh, well, I mean, (laughs) four to three Leafs. Uh, Let's see. What else did I? What else I bet on? What else I bet on? Uh, Oklahoma City minus six. Chicago betting against my Bulls. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, the Thunders were 22 and five against the spread in the last 27 road games. Mm-hmm. Right. These are the trends I'm looking for. Right. The Bulls were two and eight against the spread in their last 10 games. Under a minute left, Casey started to pull away to cover. And then Levine knocks down two three-pointers. And Gabby, you'll remember this because he shot one of them from the bull's horn. Yeah, he did. Yeah. (laughs) 124-122. Yep. Uh, Levine had 21 on the night. Or 41 on the night. Sorry. I'm so sorry, but I'm kind of a fan of Levine now. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> he he won the dunk contest uh, a couple years back, right? I don't know if he won it, but he definitely was in it. Maybe mm-hmm. he did win it. Uh, he got uh, picked up by the Bulls. People th- thought he was done or wasn't even going to get started, and he's becoming more of a franchise player every day. It's it's hard to tell if that he's going to be with the team or not next year. So <laughs> after your little smile of, oh, that's so sweet. He's it's, gonna he's really found a fit. He might be home. gone. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, if you play well, you want to play for a team that's contending. How about you? Why can't you be like LeBron, though, and make the team contend? You know what? You're right. Why doesn't every team, all <laughs> NBA ballers out there, why? Gabby and I just want to know, why, why can't you be like LeBron? It doesn't make any sense. Just be like LeBron. Mm-hmm. It's just a question. Oh, nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'd cash in if I was like a Uh, Detroit plus 12 against Denver. Uh, let's see. Nuggets led it after the first and never looked back. Uh, Grant came off the bench and put up 29. Your final is 98-15. Denver covers with ease. Is Carmelo Anthony still on the Nuggets? Carmelo Anthony is <laughs> not on the Nuggets. <laughs> okay. He is... <laughs> terrible oh i just lost audio you did yeah did i just lose audio on it oh wait 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 no i didn't because i heard i know i gotta think i once i hit it too many times it it, uh the the application i used here's another inside the actor studio (laughs) (laughs) once i hit the thing it thinks there's like there's a a a loop going on a, a feedback loop oh so it stops playing so it doesn't make the screeching noise in your ear. <laughs> but it, it's everybody heard it on the podcast. It's fine. I hit it like three times. That was a bad, bad <laughs> guess. No, he's on Portland. All right. Uh, going back to uh, Pelicans plus eight against the Lakers. Uh, the Pelicans have won, had won uh, five of the last six with Zion averaging in those five games about 28.75%. Points per game. That's really good, right? That's not a percentage. That's actually points per game. Uh, yeah, that's pretty high. Yeah. Averaging well, almost 30 points a game. That's pretty good. Uh, the The Pelicans are... Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. Uh, the Lakers at that time had won five in a row, but uh, only two of those were by uh, 12 points or more. <laughs> so going into it, I thought covering the eight and a half was a good idea. Uh, the only teams that they beat by 12 were the Grizz and Suns. Uh, but the Pelicans aren't that team, right? Those teams are on a slide, especially the Grizz were on a slide. Yes. Uh, so I took them to cover, uh, and uh, they did uh, they, they, they did not. <laughs> uh, 118-109. LeBron had an 11-0 run just by himself. 
He ended up with 40. Uh, Zion had 29. That was their first appearance against each other. And the internet had comments galore about LeBron enjoying some red vines. If you've not <laughs> been hearing about red vines lately, that's because LeBron had them on the sideline after being pulled at the end of the game because he was unnecessarily needed. The Lakers fans booed the Pelicans <laughs> for calling a timeout with 18 seconds left being down by nine. I assume that was just to get uh, Zion into like game situation type things like if we're going to be playing good teams at the end of the season or, or a playoff situation, these are the types of times where you want to call timeouts and put up plays, especially being down by nine points. That's only three. three that's only that's only three possessions, right? Yeah, it's doable. It's totally doable. They could doable. come back. I've seen it. Ask, ask Reggie Miller. It's totally doable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sacramento uh, minus five against Golden State. I bought a point and a half to get it to minus five. Sac Town was uh, six and zero oh against the spread in the last six visits to San Fran since they moved. It wasn't all San Fran. I guess some of it was in Oakland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Warriors were one and five against the spread in their last six home games. Uh, it's not May first yet, so I was backing the Kings, and it paid off. One eleven. <laughs> <laughs> 110. Wait, that's not that's the wrong score. My notes are wrong, probably. Corrections department. Corrections department <laughs> on my notes. Uh Brooklyn and Washington. Brooklyn started off slow. They went down by 15 at one point, but they battled back in the fourth with a couple lead changes. 110, 106. Uh that's under your 235. <laughs> As you can see, there's a lot of buzzers going on. I mean, there's some, but there's a lot of <laughs> Buffalo and Colorado because we got to get back to hockey because yes. sometimes I just get bored. Go Sabres. Go Sabres. Uh, the goal totals for the last six Sabres games were seven, seven, 11, seven, and they had a three in their last game. The Avs uh, were, they're all about scoring. They can, they can score. I saw them put up seven. On the Blues at the beginning of last month. So your final score? It was 6-2-9. No, it was not. It was 2-3 to three Colorado. And two that's under your six. <laughs> and that's it. That's all. That's 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 everything I won. And that's where I that's how I got from uh 242 to 228. Uh I even have it's it's I have Less available on my account right now because I've already got my picks mm-hmm. for the XFL ready. Uh, let's see who came off of there. All right, let's see. I would like to get transparent about the podcast. All right. Uh-huh. What? What's wrong? I'm just, I'm nervous all of a sudden. Why I'm not do you sure get why. nervous? Because I'm afraid that you're going to call me out on something. I'm not going to call you out. I actually, no, I'm not going to call you out at all. I'm, I'm literally going to call myself out. Oh, then go for it. Uh, So this podcast is a podcast about being, A.K. transparent <laughs> about my betting, right? Yes. And my, my yays and <laughs> definitely my, my woes. Mm-hmm. And that's why I talked about the bankroll and all the different games, right? Right. 
You got to see. I don't want to. I I mean, I could sit here and lie and just tell stories and we can be like, oh, yeah, I'm up to four thousand dollars right now. But it'd be stupid. And nobody wants to listen to winners. And then I get uh, just over. I can't speak. You'll just, you know, yeah, it's better to be honest and honorable. And I like this approach. Uh, so I was talking to uh, Amit, right? Mm-hmm. Hi, Amit. And we were, I, was, I was telling him that uh, I wasn't doing exactly what I wanted to do. He said, <laughs> he, he called it a reboot. To, and, and I said, eh, it's not really a reboot. I'm just being fluid with the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and... It, and it's ever it's ever evolving basically right exactly which made me look back of what i've done so far the uh the catalog of your career the catalog <laughs> of my career and what i what i've realized is i what i what i've been doing is doing like recaps of stuff now recapping what i just did right now that's fine right we need to see how dumb i was on games to lose money or mm-hmm. how smart I was to win games, right? Yeah. But I don't want to get into the business of just re- just reading off recaps like every other uh, having the time of his life podcast, <laughs> right? <laughs> Where's yeah, that? Play it. <laughs> and here he is having the time of his life. <laughs> uh, ES- ESPN has kind of cornered the market on that, right? And they're, they're way better. Now, honestly, ESPN has come to me and I, I well, they're, okay, so honestly, SVP. they haven't come to me yet. Hmm. Yet. Yet. And I'm looking forward to turning them down. But you know what? They've cornered the market on telling scores. <laughs> yes. They got a whole channel. They do it. They got an internet thing that uh, I think people will go to. I think they have multiple channels, right? Yes. There's more than one ESPN channel? I think. Okay. Uh, but they've, they've got that. So they don't need... Nobody needs me doing that. And what... It's kind of, I, I lost my train of thought here. I don't... I don't mind going through how I want to pick losses, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't... I don't want to go through all the games. And I kind of felt like that. Well, see, XFL, I feel like I've been doing it, but it's only like uh, four games, right? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, f- I feel like I've been doing it on other games that I shouldn't be doing, right? If I don't have a tingle or a lean for it, I shouldn't be talking about it. I think that's a good way to approach it. Correct? Right, yeah. Um, I want to get more into and talk about betting strategies, right? Ooh. How I started doing stuff how i how how i thought i could do things how i got lucky in the beginning there must be i when i first opened up the account i hit like a 10 game parlay and made like what was it 120 170 something like that a lot of money it was a lot of money on well i was only doing like dollar bets at that time so Mm -hmm. doing a two dollar bet or a ten dollar bet and winning uh almost two hundred dollars was a big thing and i was like that was like now I look back on it, I think it was kind of like they're a little bit the first taste is free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think I also got lucky. I've learned not to go parlay that big all the time unless I want to see all my money just go out the window. But I want to get into uh where I started because I want it to be more the record of show on uh if you want to get into betting, what's what what's in the beginning of what you expect to see, what you would expect to earn what strategies that I've 
thought of and tried to use and have definitely come to <laughs> agreement that they don't work as much. Mm-hmm. We like I, I've said, I think I said it in the last episode, they're, they're going to get their money back. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to find ways to not give the money back. Right. Uh, so I want to get more into the numbers and understanding more about what really works. Uh, kind of like in the NBA where they say something like, uh, I'd rather go 37% from for three points except uh, as opposed to uh, 52% for twos, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's something like that. I can't remember. I heard it. It's some weird thing when and you think about it. Maybe it's just 33 and 50. But I don't know. Uh, but But I don't know where to start or how to start except for just talking about my own experiences right mm-hmm. and right now i really don't have any good solid strategy i'm just winging it I, I don't have anything written down i don't have any spreadsheets i don't have any data i don't write formulas uh it's it's too much by hand right now what i'm doing and when i think of stuff and you see me uh try to tackle a situation especially math involved right yes uh i'd rather make it automated and just make the computer do it for me like i I wrote the over under thing for nba games and uh uh, nfl games Mm -hmm. that'll show me at what point of the game i just put in the time a little slider bar and i type in the the point at that point the points at that point and it'll just give me uh what it assumes could be the final score and did you find that worked fairly accurately when you were trying to pick over under? It and- wasn't as automated as I wanted it to be. I had to still manually update the stuff, right? Yeah. I needed to go get the scores and then show me. Mm-hmm. And then I can, if I'm not mucking around with the the UI trying to update things quickly, and I can just get a better, I think, I think I'm, when I wrote it, I just wanted to see if the concept would work, right? And it kind of did. It kind of did. I I saw some points. I, I also need to find data points on a game to see at what point of the game is there could be... If you look at a lot of the recent NBA games, there's a lot of a teams losing by 5 to 10 points throughout the whole game. And at the very end, the last five minutes, they do a push and they win by two or win by one or win by three, right? Okay. So it'd be nice to get a lot of that data together and say, this is when a push happens. This is when a push starts. And how can I use that data to be like, let's not put money on the game at the beginning of the game. Let's probably live bet the game. This is all part of the betting strategy. I'm trying. That's mm-hmm. That's one of the things I've been thinking about lately is how to l- not lose money on a game that you can't the best way to uh bet on a game is to see part of the game yes see where everybody's at right absolutely right so that's kind of one of the strategies i was thinking about um i go online and i read other people's insights because i don't have any data right now to 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 do this type of uh manual labor work to figure out what what i should be working on or what who i should be looking at or or so i got i rely on uh other websites to kind of right now rely on their data sets to give me some some things and usually they're just more they're 
so for example, a couple of the websites I read is like Bang the Book and uh, SBR uh, and Covers. Those mainly have blurbs about the games that uh, help me gather more info than I was aware of previously before. Like I, I, I can look at the ESPN app. Oh, be a, by the way, they have an app. <laughs> uh, and just see who's playing. And it tells you their records and stuff, right? But uh, you have to click in. You have to you have to actually dig into it. So I like going to these other websites that have like small blurbs on it. Gives you like a little preview of the game. I don't want to read like the ESPN preview. They have like tw- tw- <laughs> 14 paragraphs of just crap I don't care about. I Just give me a condensed, abridged cliff notes of what's about to happen. Right, and that's that's how I realized that uh, like uh, like the other night uh, I didn't know that uh, PG uh, thirteen and uh, Beverly were back in alignment out of being a couple of days. I didn't know they were out. Right? right, I didn't know that until I read the the pregame review. Mm-hmm. So that's why I rely on those uh, other kind of uh, smaller websites to give me trends. And kind of aggregate the trends for me. There's other, there's other ones, right? That show betting trends and stuff like that. But the these other ones are, I, they're more layman's term. And I'm like I said, I'm just starting out. I got to figure out how I'm going to start accumulating my own data. And I, I haven't really figured that out yet. The spreadsheet stuff is kind of confusing. So, all right. So. I take it all with a grain of salt because I think some of these uh, these websites are probably ran by the books themselves. <laughs> uh, or if not, they might be heavily sponsored by one of them, right? So I'm, I'm not saying they're like fake news or anything, but uh, if you have a lot high traffic website, right? Mm-hmm. And you can slightly influence a better's choice, then I'd assume there'd be some value into, you know running one of these websites yes and then is there a kickback given to the person who owns well the website? You, well obviously there's, there's probably there's not a kickback right you you pay a guy to write an article mm-hmm. right or a guy writes an article for a certain amount i don't know how much that i don't know how that part works right but these guys are definitely not doing it uh they're either an employee of one of the books or they're getting contracted through the book right mm-hmm. to, to write stuff i don't know if I honestly don't don't know if they are being paid to write a certain way to get someone to influence to a to a decision on which, which way they should bet or not. But yeah. I can't say that there's not an obvious. I mean, there's obvious risk in betting and begin with. <laughs> uh, but uh, you don't want to lose your shirt because you're naive to what some website said, right? True. Yeah. So. That's why I I also check out other websites like uh, Odd Shark and uh, Team Rankings. They they give you like outlines of uh, trends and past data, like uh, against the spreads and over unders and their home away records and stuff like that. No articles. You gotta know what you're looking at. It's just a bunch of numbers. <laughs> <laughs> but I like to I like to match up what I've read in the blurbs with some data to be like. Does this guy know what he's talking about? Does this matchup just make sense to me? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's 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 okay, right? I mean, I was up five hundred, not once, <laughs> but twice. Uh and don't get and, there again. And 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 then and then I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
it's a, it's a lot of data to sift through and to find these value plays. And I, and I find something like uh, most likely it's not not available to bet on till like the next day, right? So you can you can look up all the data, right? But I'm not going to know what the spread is. They don't have the spreads until 24 hours in advance. And some books hold on to the opening uh, and wait for uh, maybe the line to move, right? Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, and and then sometimes I kind of you you kind of either lose money on accepting a, a line moved, right? It's, it, what's the difference between nine and a half and eight and a half? Really? It's, well, I can tell you what the difference yes. is. It's the money I bet. That's what the difference is. So either you got to move, you got to buy the buy the bet, you got to buy uh the numbers. Right, right. The and points. bring, yeah, you can bring it down to, but then your odds when you buy points, you're lowering your odds. So your twenty dollar bet that was going to return eighteen dollars turns to a twenty dollar bet that returns sixteen bucks. Sixteen is better than zero. True. Yeah. Sixteen is better than losing twenty, basically. Uh, so that's that's a lot of the things I've been thinking about. One of the examples was uh, Milwaukee and Washington opened up at 11 and a half and 24 hours before I couldn't pick the game. And I didn't check the game that morning after I woke up the next day to see if it was available. Mm -hmm. And by the next afternoon, it was at minus 13 when it was available. Right. So from 11 and a half to 13. Yeah. And that's huge. It is. And I also that was the game that uh, I think Bradley Beal hit uh, two, three. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So. I, I I really don't have that much time to go. This this is why I like automate stuff all the time. I don't have time. I get home at like seven, and then I only have. I'm sorry, I only get home at like six six thirty. And the first game start at seven, so that's why you see me. I'm like, leave me alone. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to read. Uh, and that's what I've envisioned for this podcast. I is is to look into a couple of days in advance and try to find value plays. But that's, it's also hard because like I said, for like the NBA and the NFL and the college basketball, all the odds are only available 24 hours in advance. If that right on that's, I mean, they, they're available 24 hours in advance, but my book, some books don't even make them available until 12 hours in advance. So even though I could grab, it's, it's kind of like investing, right? You want to grab it, if if you can find a value play, you can grab it early, like uh, that XFL play, right? Like yeah. five and a half that moved mm-hmm. to I think it was like eight or something eight. like that. If you can grab it early, you're great, right? But if you're not able to, it's it's kind of annoying. So, did anyone create a program where you can? You've done the research, right? But you're just waiting for your book to open. Can you input the values? Like I want to there's be able to get there are yeah, and there's and there's websites out there that that uh, go and read all the different books and tell you where the best values are. Mm-hmm. Whether if you want to bet on one side or another, it'll tell you which one. You can go over here to this book and get it at this price, or you can go to this book if you want to go the other direction and get it at a decent price. And there, there's a lot of stuff that does that. There's that's a strategy in itself, and you can get. Uh, I don't want to get into it. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but it's a strategy 
that you can book on you can book on one side at one book that's giving a favorable and book the other side at a favorable and it if if it lines up you can earn a little bit even if you lose mm-hmm. right you're not going to you're not going to earn you you bet 100 on each actually i take it back it's like you i can't remember i really wish i could remember what it was called i don't want a correction park business but you have a you have 100 dollars like 74 you put on one side and then 34 you put on the other side and you end up making like 5 bucks okay right mhm making two of the exact opposite bets and you earn up you do that a bunch of times and it just uh superman compounds into a lot of money but the problem is is i think books start noticing that because i think they realize that these odd numbers that you're betting are probably part of this uh cross uh book thing you're doing but what can they do like book. <laughs> uh, okay. go ahead can they ban you from the yeah, books? yeah they, they'll, they'll block you or suspend your account or they, oh. you just have to make a new account it's just a pain doing online betting is uh it's kind of pain ass being they get set up right putting money into or getting money out it's a whole thing i don't want to get into that all right so what else did i want to talk about uh, you have any questions so far? No, I just asked. And then I, my question was, how many hours in advance can you actually start betting? Like, the information comes out where you feel secure enough to place a bet, and you answered that. Okay, yeah. Like I said, they don't advance the line. They don't give the lines out. And that's the problem. I want to look ahead to the weekend, right? Yes. So anything I want to look that's a, on a Saturday schedule right today, it's just a tangle, right? I don't, I don't know the, what the line really is until Saturday. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. That's one of the problems that I have is that that's what I want to do on the podcast is look ahead and get a feel and start getting into uh, a position where I'm not looking night to night for the for like <laughs> the 13 minutes I have to find, you know, four games I think I like. I would like to look ahead the schedule and then kind of map out. Oh, I like that game. I like the over on that game. I like that. And then that way, when I come home, I can just check, uh, is it where I, this is where I need the data, right? So I can see, oh, my data says that this should be at X and it's available at Y. It's not a value. I won't touch it. Or it is a value. I am going to touch it. You understand all that? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I'm explaining it as much as uh, I could. So it could be Monday. And I can't, I just went through that. Uh, I'm just trying to think of ways to help you map it out to make it easier because I'm overwhelmed for you now. (laughs) Uh, But this is the info I wanted to share. And uh, all this stuff of being an amateur better and how to become a better and how to find value plays uh, and how not to miss out on good plays. Remember, I missed out on that uh, UC, UC Irvine game because I was too enthralled watching the XFL game. <laughs> I, I saw it the night before. It wasn't available. I wanted to bet on it. It was Saturday afternoon, morning, whatever time I woke up. I was watching XFL. Next thing I know, I was like, ah. I, got, I, I was looking on just checking scores, and I was like, oh, the game I wanted to bet on hit, and I missed it. <laughs> So tragic. 
Uh, yeah. I don't want to miss NHL overs. I don't want to miss NBA stuff. Uh, I don't know if this involves me actually breaking out and making a spreadsheet or not. Uh, I, I just don't want to manually update things by hand. But if I write formulas that are proper, then I guess all I got to do is just dump some data in there and just let it and then just let it do its thing. And I definitely would make it make a sound every time it calculated something. Oh, that'd be so awesome. Uh, I, I've looked around a little bit. There are websites. I don't know if I want to review any websites. There are apps out there that kind of help and nothing's. So I've seen a couple of websites. They look pretty decent, but they're subscription websites. They're like mm-hmm. five bucks a month. I'm not, let's see. I've, I've lost 40 bucks in four <laughs> days. I'm not available to be spending $5 on a hobby that I've not perfected. Well, you know, if people visit our Patreon page and they... <laughs> if you sponsor me $5 yeah. a month, then I will be able to review said websites. Exactly. Uh, let's see. So I have to... I've also been boning up on uh, sort of the psychology of betting, right? And I thought this was where you'd get more interested in the conversation. I'm already all a titter. Okay, good. Uh, because I know you hate going in a minutiae of all the numbers. Right. I enjoy the recap. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy the recap. I don't enjoy listening of games of yore. <laughs> uh, so there's a uh, there's a, a mentality of when you're making bets, uh, where you're live betting or if it's in poker or even like in stuff like investing, right? Where like day trading, they have this this mental mind state of how you react to emotional situations, right? So day trading, you're always constantly penny stocks and stuff like that. Uh, or live betting, you, you're trying to cover a bet that you just made previously. And I've done this before, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're in these emotional situations, like being super competitive, right? Or just in total desperation, and when desperation, I mean, you've hit five hundred dollars on your bankroll, and <laughs> you start making uh, negative, you start making uh, yeah, negative uh, expected values bets, where it's it's a bad bet, it's just a bad bet, and you thought the value was there, and it's just you're just too caught up in the moment, and I've done this too many times remember when i lost about 302 days (laughs) yeah i was basically trying to regain it back but uh the next thing you know i'm I'm down 300 uh and that's it that's and i'm the one thing i'm there's okay so there's multiple things i'm trying to achieve with this podcast uh, of being made fun of about how stupid i am at betting but then (laughs) helping other people learn how to bet and go through strategy and stuff like that uh but then i'm also just the, the other goal is to not reload my bank account. <laughs> I'm just trying to get to a point where I can enjoy it, and it hasn't it hasn't been annoying yet. Oh, good. Uh, but I just want to be able to find better lines, but make better emotional decisions when I'm compromised, and when I have this illusion of control. Can you give an example of a time where you felt you were very I, emotionally in control? I just did. I just bet. I was trying to live bet. I live bet 80 bucks to cover myself on a $50 bet. 
how how is losing three hundred dollars in two days not the example of losing your shit? That is, I'm asking how you maintain control, right? You lost. Well, I don't know yet. That's what I'm talking about. I want to be able to get into a state where I need to realize that it's okay to have an emotion about being pissed off at betting. But Mm -hmm. the number one thing you're going to get more pissed off is if you bet emotionally, (laughs) which brings uh, uh, negative EV, right? Yes. It's You're just going to lose more money and piss yourself off even more, which I kind of did, so... Yeah. That wasn't the day I got pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, it's multiple uh, losses that lead me to to, to to start chasing, and then, and then next thing you know, it's 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 you're just not happy. Yeah. So what I've observed is that let's say things start to go downhill in a game, you will then pick your phone up and you will be searching for something to cover the bet now no no no. usually it's the game that i'm in right yeah Uh so that's the that's the number one thing i have information on i've been watching the whole game i've got live data in my head Mm -hmm. in in memory i don't have to search this up i just gotta go look and see what the spread is at the time okay or what the over under is at that point but do you think that those bets like in the middle of the game once you're already once your initial bets are going downhill and you're kind of in this state yeah. of yeah, totally compromised, you're in this state of, I don't want to say panic. I don't want to make it that extreme. No, no, no. It, it, it could it, be panic. It, yeah, yeah. How often are those next bets successful though? Not too often. Not too often. So I've, I've cleared myself a couple of times and I lost, lost, I haven't lost my shirt, but I've been pretty close to not, I, you either end up covering or double losing. Right. Mm-hmm. And like I said, Betting is you. You betting is fifty fifty. You either win or you lose, right? right? Right. But the problem is, is that the the risk of betting is not fifty. the The amount of money for risking to bet is not fifty fifty. It's sixty forty, right? Yes. You risk sixty to earn forty, mm-hmm. or what? It's the easiest way to describe it. it there could be other odds you can have plus 200 and earn double your money but we're not talking about that we're talking right. about trying to cover especially in a live game situation you 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 don't have you don't your best odds are against the spread so you're 50 50 on it right mm-hmm. or against the over under you never know right i i almost live bet the other night i was like the game was supposed to be at like 226 i think was the over under right Mm -hmm. slow start the over under went to 206 it looked like they barely were gonna hit 30 total for the first quarter and i was like why am i not why don't i just jump on this 206 and i said (laughs) this is the emotional bet that i see and i think i see something it ends up i should have taken it (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? I didn't because I knew that I would be upset with myself for making a bet I didn't read into. It it was just a fluke thing that happened. It could have been some games. Some games don't even go close to the over-under, right? Mm-hmm. This could have been one of those games, and it would have been dumb for me to just jump on a game. All right. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of that's, that's what, I'm, what I'm talking about. I don't want to get emotionally... try to make decisions 
and with some sort of emotion or anything. I want to use data to make my decisions. Yes. Data and being self-aware, keeping yourself in check. Correct. Yeah. So that's that's all all of what I want the podcast to be. Right. This this adventure of figuring it out and knowing how to you're not you're not going to be able to learn how I hate to say that I don't I'm not going to be able to figure out best bets right I'm not going to be able to tell you every pick which I would like to I mean part of finding out ways to dig through data and give you better percentage of making picks right making 60% of your picks is better than you make 65 you're better than handicappers professional Mm -hmm. handicappers right and this is on pylon right you see we just do straight up bets but there's probably not as much money in just straight up bets as much as there would be against the spread right because yes. the odds are so so much greater but i i can see i've got a set of data that says straight up i can i also have other ideas that i want to take people's all the different markets right they're everybody makes their picks right yeah you understand what i'm saying and right. i want to know how smart someone is good at so say some guys in KC, right? And he's picking the KC games all the time. He might not be good at picking KC games, right? Mm-hmm. But he might actually be good at picking the other teams in the he might be better at picking Denver games. Mm-hmm. Right? So I want to follow this guy in KC making Denver picks. It's very complicated. I don't know how I'm gonna get it done. <laughs> but there are national guys out there that make picks for everything in different markets. But I'm not saying they're good in the market they pick. I'm just saying they might be good in a different market and not know it. <laughs> right? Because they're a beat reporter for one team. Yes. Are you? <laughs> no, no, no. I get what you're saying. You I just... act, you're acting like you're this, your facial expression says, this is crazy. It would never work. No, I think it would work. I just think, how do you go about doing that? Uh, Once again, know. I'm getting overwhelmed. <laughs> There's a lot of work that goes. Yeah, into I didn't it. really ask you how I do that mm-hmm. as much as I just told you this is an idea I had. I think you need to start writing letters to these people <laughs> and start like a network of like, is there? You've got about <laughs> as much great advice as a grandmother has. What you need to do is get yourself a quill and some writing paper. Some carrier pigeons. Uh, so yeah, that's, like I said, once again, that's kind of how I would like to, to get this thing going. It so, sounds ambitious, but I like it. It is. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's a lot of work on my side I got to do. <laughs> I don't know what I got to do. That's, um, that's my, that's the first step. I got to figure out what I got to do. Let me know how I can help. <laughs> I'm here give to listen. Me, <laughs> give me pics. <laughs> you that's, really want me to do No, that's that. just, you, you, you say, how can I help? Give me winners. That's right. that's number one way. All right, NBA. So this is what I'm talking about. Friday games. Let's break it down. Let's break the. I don't have any odds yet, right? Right. So Friday, uh, Minnesota, uh, Orlando. Minnesota is uh, one fifteen plus in each game. Over one fifteen in each game, and the and their last five. And they're uh, two and three against the spread. Orlando, same story, all all scoring, right? High number games. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're three and two against the spread. So for Friday, 
Minnesota Orlando. I'm going to look into the over on that game. Yeah, right. 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 I know. I made it sound good. You did. You're 115 <laughs> each. Sure. Uh I again, I don't like I said, I don't know what the over and under is going to be. It could be at 145. <laughs> You mean 245? I, I <laughs> do this every time. I say one instead of two. They will definitely get over 145. <laughs> uh, Dallas, Miami, both of these teams are uh, smashing the overs also. Uh, I like the over in this game too. All right. Uh, Sacramento, uh, Memphis. Memphis is on a cold streak. Sacktown just covered uh, Memphis a week ago as a one-point dog, and they covered by four. So in this one, in Memphis, and I like sack the win straight up. Uh, the spread might be close enough to take the money line. Usually you don't get money value in money line plays in NBA. This one might be one of them. Uh, OKC at uh, Milwaukee. OKC loves the cover. They're like <laughs> uh, 60, 63% wow. against the spread for the year. Uh, if it's in the double digits, I'm going to jump on OKC to cover, uh, but it might be less. Uh, Washington and Utah. I've not been a fan of Utah lately. Washington's all over the place. <laughs> but the Wiz like to over on good teams, and Utah likes to over on bad teams. So this is a match made in heaven. I'm going to try the over on that one. All right. Uh, let's see. Lake Show at Memphis, uh, the road trip to a struggling team. Uh, and then if anyone sits out, I mean, because it's a road trip, uh, I would like to take Memphis to cover this one. Uh, they've been on a slide, but I think that this is Ja. I saw an interview with Ja Moran. He is not happy. They <laughs> He wants to fix it. Uh, so I think the spread might be kind of high. It might be around 14 points. And and hopefully you say no, it's not fourteen points. <laughs> no, or? I'm saying don't, don't don't have them cover. Like no, no, no. I want Memphis to cover plus fourteen against the Lakers. Oh yeah, they should be I, able. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Would you listen to what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I think Memphis starts turning around. I think they're going to start turning around by covering, hopefully, a high number like this, so I can make some cash. Uh Houston and Boston. Both of these teams are on heaters. Uh, I just want to watch this game. <laughs> I like Houston straight up, uh, even though it's in Boston. I, 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 you want to pick the over? No. They they usually they're they're all over the place. They're on it. They're they're like eight and two. Both teams are eight and two in their last ten. Does that mean they put a lot of points on the board? Then? No, they're just eight and two. They're just winning. That's the oh, point. You can win right. two to one. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay. Uh, Sunday's games. Definitely getting into the future here. But this is what I'm talking about. These are the games I'm trying to look into the future. I did my research. I looked up teams. I said, who is this and who is this? Good for you. Uh, the Bucks should put away bad teams by 20. So I assume the line won't be 20 and a half. I'm, I, I think I'm going to take Milwaukee covering the Hornets. Uh, Philly at uh, the Clippers. Philly on the road. Yes, please. Uh, the Clippers <laughs> uh, lost to 76ers in a pick'em, uh, but not this time. Ben's out, 
And if Joel, Joel just got hurt. So if Joel's out also, I don't think there's a number that I'm not going to take. Hmm. Whatever that number is, it might be, I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess six and a half. But Philly is just bad on the road. Philly is badass at home. They they are beating teams. They are on the road. They are horrendous. And I think this goes back to uh, Joel earlier in the season talking about, yeah, I'm lazy. I, I feel like I'm taking it off. And then I think uh, Philly was booing them after those comments. And then he started doing, he started blowing kisses into the stand. It, was like, <laughs> it, it happened like two months ago. Uh, Lake Show. At the Pelicans, they just played. The Pelicans almost covered. Uh, it might be this the the spread might be the same this time. Uh, so if so, I like the Pelicans to cover at home this time. That was just against. Uh, and get get your red vines. Get your red vines. <laughs> ah, I just had to wet my whistle. It's getting a little dried out. It's a lot of talking so far. A lot of talking. A lot of information you're given. When, when are you going to start providing some information? Hey. No information to give. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Tell me what the first XFL game is. <laughs> it is. Oh, it's Los Angeles. They're going to be minus five at, or is it negative five? Negative seven. Is it negative seven? It's a minus seven. It's a minus seven. Let me start again. It's La Wildcats. Minus seven at New York with an over-under of 40. Uh, the Wildcats just came off a big win against D.C. in L.A., and they should find it easier to have the same type of big win in New York. Coming off of last defensive high, I'm looking for L.A. to eat up whichever quarterback they start in New York. Perez, probably. I talked about him on the podcast. I, I think that's going to be... The, the motto that showed, I talked about him on the podcast. <laughs> uh, St. Louis just won three to two. I didn't Yay. have any money on it. Uh, what's, what's the late game on Saturday? You've got Seattle plus 11 at St. Louis. And that's with an over-under of 38 and a half. Uh, yeah, so Seattle is averaging about 16 points per game. And it's declining. They were like at, their first game was 19 points. Second game was 17 points. Third game was like 12 points. That's that's the Jim Zorn offense for you. Just playing medium. Oh, no. uh, so if you do the math, can St. Louis get the 28-ish, right? Mm-hmm. They put up 29 last week against the Guardians and 24 against a good Houston team. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of Houston, they put 34 on Seattle last week. So I think uh, St. Louis can get the 28 pretty easily. The game plan is easy. Just hand the ball off to Matt Jones and uh, control the clock. And most importantly, just keep the uh, pressure off of uh, Jordan uh, Teamu. Mm-hmm. And uh, St. Louis should be able to cover this game. Uh, I think they should be able to cover. I think I like the over better in it. You said it was at 38 and a half? Yes. Yeah. All right. So for Houston, they're minus two at Dallas, and they have an over-under of 50. Uh, Everything I said about Dallas just turns (laughs) out to be wrong. Uh, They're on a two-game win streak, but these games were against LA and Seattle, right? So an undefeated Houston team is a good test to prove what I've been saying all along to be correct, that Dallas is probably not going to be that great of a team. Look for Houston 
uh, to blow out this team. But with my luck, you should probably just fade me. <laughs> <laughs> so are you saying the under? Uh, no, the no, 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 no. Uh, no, just Dallas to win. Okay. No, I'm saying Houston to win by two and Houston a half. But I'm okay. saying other people should not take that. They should go the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of Houston minus two is Dallas plus two, not the under. <laughs> All right. I, I know you heard blowout and thought, oh, so under. <laughs> <laughs> also, that would be fading me also. Mm-hmm. So then we have DC minus two and a half at Tampa Bay. So this is going to be a bounce back game. I knew last week I said that game wasn't going to be a trap game. It turned out to be a trap game. This is going to be a bounce back game. I explain how DC sports works. They they make you fall in love with them, and then they break your heart, especially about going out into uh LA and losing to the Wildcats like that. Mm-hmm. It kind of turned the league from Cardell Jones's league to Josh Johnson's league for a hot second. There's only a couple teams. It's not like it's who, the whoever's got the hot hand for the week basically owns the league. <laughs> Tamu is a number two quarterback in the league right now. Uh, and that's because Josh jumped over him and had a big win against DC mm-hmm. and uh, Cardell blew a giant game he was looking good he had no interceptions they went to la and got picked off all the time so uh dc to la to tampa that's a lot of traveling uh but one one game out in la is not going to define them uh they they would had beat la last week but the spread what the, what did i say if they would have oh oh yeah if they would have beaten la last week the spread wouldn't be at two, it'd be at like minus 14, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vipers are just learning how to score touchdowns. <laughs> they are not ready to learn how to win games yet. They're a little baby crawling. They are a mockery of the league right now. Oh, no. So, so just to recap, I got LA minus seven, DC minus two. Mm-hmm. Those are those are those are the things I have uh, a cash on personally. Mm-hmm. If you want to do St. Louis, lean the minus twelve and a half. Like I said, you could probably fade me on like that, but I like the over better in that game. Uh, and definitely, uh, I like Houston minus more, or what? Have, minus two. Minus two. Mm-hmm. I my my notes are from the open openings these are the you have the current spreads right now Mm -hmm. now what do you think of the dc game being an over under 44 and a half i said that i'm only going to pick games and stuff that i'm comfortable with giving information and you said that sounds like a great idea (laughs) just making sure i i don't know i don't i don't know if dc is going to come flat out again that's fine but i can tell you one thing Two and a half for a team that uh, has been playing pretty well week one, week two should be no problem for a team who is just horrendous. You should be, if DC doesn't go into Tampa and beat them by two and a half, it's just embarrassing. And they should just come back with their tails and their tails between their legs. Just move right into FedEx field. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and Houston minus two and a half, minus two, whatever it was, right? Yes, minus two. But I said you could fade me probably and take Dallas. Because I said I don't like Dallas. I don't like Dallas either, but... And it's not even because Dallas is Dallas. It's just... I just... I don't know. I think Landry Jones is just... Can't be counted he, upon. I just... Can't. He's a good quarterback. He's just... He's middle of the road. He, he got the losses he needed to get. He's he's bound to get the wins he needs to get. It's just... I don't... I don't like it. 
and just don't uh, like them. Right. So, uh, let's see, what else did I have for today? I believe that is all she wrote. You got anything else that you wanted to talk about? I got nothing. You got nothing? Did you have anything? No, I don't have anything. Okay, to good. Talk I just about. want to make sure I didn't just start ending this without just. Uh, I We were full transparency, right? This was. This was our wrap up. This was, a, I'm not asking you to, 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 to say anything. I'm just. This is what I'm literally. This is the. We're. Inside the podcast studio, this is what I was supposed to do if I were supposed to be wrapping it up, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this was not me giving you the the notion to to then wrap it up. I'm just, okay. This is what I was supposed to be doing. I was trying to ask you the question. This is what I was supposed to do, and you were like, oh, "He's giving me the wrap up motion. <laughs> I should start struggling to say something." Yes, I don't know what. To no, say. I'm never gonna make you struggle to say anything. All right, thank you. I thought this would have been a good wrap up. Like I'm <laughs> like hands in the air. I, I, I don't know. Like hands in the air. What a, I'm done. Like All right. Uh so Gabby? Boofer. I know you had to sit here, but uh thanks for listening to the Can't Win for Losing podcast. You're welcome. Uh be sure to check us out on all Facebook and join our uh, Facebook group and spark into some conversation about the show or some topics we should cover. How do we how do we get uh in control of finding that? You go to the search bar and you type in Can't Win for Losing and we have both a Facebook page and we have a Facebook group. So this the search bar is located on the Facebooks? It is. Okay, you should say that next time. <laughs> I don't want people to understand. See, there's older people that enjoy the show, and when they open up their uh, their their uh, Google machines, right? <laughs> there's a bar right there, so they're gonna type in "can't win for losing," and it's not gonna get them to the Facebook one. I don't think. I actually, no. you know what? I think I I have been naive enough that I've actually Googled it to make sure what we're coming up. Don't Google it now. Just okay. give live odds. But I'm pretty sure the Facebook uh, thing comes up like the fourth link or something like that. So I'm just giving you, I'm just razzing you. Just yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, ask questions because I will read those questions. Uh, no one's asking questions yet. Right. Why? Why aren't people asking questions? I don't know. You said there's a ton of people on there. I don't know what's going on. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Camp Win for, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's the at Camp Win Twitter page and it's at CWFL podcast. Uh, I got bonus content on I don't know what I got. I just retweet sometimes. Uh, I definitely tweet out when the new episodes are available. Uh, and I was going to tweet out pics, but I think it's better just to go on here and do it. Because I haven't figured out a good system to be publicly uh, wrong all the time. Uh, what else? We have... You can message us through Twitter and give us questions. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a funny review. And I will give you appreciation for leaving a funny view. I don't know how this will happen. I don't know if it'll be through words or monetary or goods and services. I I don't know what kind of services I was about to give out. But <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> if, if you don't understand the importance of subscribing to uh, us on app on iTunes or anywhere on our Apple uh, podcast is what it really is. Uh, rewind this podcast and go listen to the very beginning. And that explains why it's important. So you can get your content fresh in the morning and not two days later when Apple decides to say, hey, here's a link. Yeah, I think if you review it, though, we'll definitely give you a shout out. We would love to. 
Gabby no. will do that. I, I will, will not say your name. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely say someone's name. I will give someone credit for yeah. uh, for publicly uh, praising us, or hopefully, hopefully not. Like, yeah, hopefully you can. Praise. You know what? Give a bad review, but give five star. <laughs> Five star and then trashes. That's fair. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, the, if we're not, if you're not on the iTunes, I don't know where you're at. I, I should stop saying iTunes. It's really Apple Podcast, right? If you're not uh, on the Apple uh, iTunes or the Apple Podcast, you can go and find us on Stitcher, on Google Playcast, or Spotify, or you can just go and tell me what other places. I I, I think I have subscribed to other places, but those are like the main ones. All right. Uh, so. That's probably why no one's contacting me because it's already available everywhere. I mean, I know what I'm doing. I'm, this is not my first rodeo. Mm-hmm. Again, my what makes me laugh every time I say that? I just I picture two clowns sitting on a fence, and the one clown turns to the other one and just goes, "Yeah, this is my first rodeo." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else? You go to mybookie.ag and use our promo code. Gabby, do you know what our promo code is? C. WFL. Uh, you put that in, you can get a uh, 50% free play off your initial deposit up to $1,000 and that pro code, then that, that, then that promo code again is CWFL. There's a Patreon page. You can search for us just like you do on the Googles, but you have to type in the Patreon first because I don't think we'll come listed up on that. <laughs> uh, and you subscribe. I think you can give us a dollar a month would be nice. You can give us more. That would be even nicer. Mm-hmm. I could subscribe to those uh, those betting tracking websites. Then. Yes. We'll put your money to good use. Uh, Gabby, uh, where, where can they find you? They can find me on YouTube. At Gabriella Elizabeth Marie, and also Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Gem. There you have it. You know how to get in touch with us. That's right, they do. There's no excuse. There is no excuse. Don't say I never. I never wrote. <laughs> I wrote every day. <laughs> <laughs> Gabby. Boofer. I will catch you next time. See ya. Boo.